hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John, and I'm going to cut in before you do that thing where you say the title twice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then how do we do this? I don't know. We never really came up with a formula. No. Well, maybe we'll figure it out in season three. Yeah. Much like season two of Riverdale, some things are really great and some things aren't working yeah, so well. exactly. And you know what? We know that, and we don't need you guys to point it out on iTunes, okay? That being said, we did get a new iTunes review. Is it mean? No, it's 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 just, it's dumb in the best way. It's, there's no such thing as dumb when people are no, complimenting she, us. No, because she, Hanny Benny gave us a nice five-star review titled Heart. But it's mostly because we don't have a comment section anywhere to use, and she just um, wanted to let us know something. Okay, wait. So it okay. goes... Hello, I'm a religious listener, so I truly should have written a review earlier. I don't know if you actually care about this, but on the last app, you questioned the air in Airbnb. The company chose that title because the OG rentals were literally just airbeds in living rooms. Get it? Airbeds? Airbed and breakfast? God, I'm so glad I'm a nerd. Anyway, your podcast is stellar. I wish I could be friends with both of you. Thanks for equal parts analysis and fluff. All the love. Okay, one, we are friends now. And two, that is such a good tidbit of information. I'm not even kidding. I always, 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 always ask that question. And now that I know, like, I'm so much happier. I'm going to tell everyone that. No one's going to care as much as I care, but thank you. Henny Benny, right? Is that your name? I can't read from It says Henny Benny. Hanny Benny. Hanny Benny. I love you. Um, I, thank you for being a religious listener. I want you guys to know, again, that kind reviews, I know it seems like, it might not seem like when you throw a review out there that somebody is reading it and, like, thinking about it, but, like, one, I read it and think about it. I've had a very stressful week, and you're very kind, and now I have a new piece of knowledge to get on with my day. So, I'm honestly so happy. So thank it, you. It's been hard. We also good. want people to know if there is a legitimate concern with our show, you can say that too. Right. I don't want to hold sure. you emotionally hostage and be like, please don't hurt my feelings. Right. Right. John doesn't want that. But please don't hurt Caitlin's feelings. <laughs> no, you can hurt my feelings, but like, I don't mind when people, like, we got a really good constructive review once and I was like, oh, thanks. Like, cool. Like, I like, I like that. Yeah. I don't like it when people are just like... Like, there's one person who just wrote, like, sad face, please, no. Yeah. That hurt, because I didn't know why. The other person who said that we didn't watch the show just confused me, but, like, <laughs> still hurt, I guess. So, yeah. So, that's kind of how my day is going. How's your day going, John? It's good. It's good. That's all I have to say. It's good. Okay, I thought it would be good. warmer. I dressed in shorts. It's cold outside. It's so cold so outside. That's happening. My mom thinks that because I live in LA, I live on a vacation. Like <laughs> she thinks that like like living in LA is the equivalent of living on a like in vacation every day, which is hilarious because there are days when I don't leave my house. So so it's fun. Um, but yeah, John, do you have some information to share with us, I think? Um, well, this episode is chapter 34. Oh my god, we've been doing this so long. And so It's over a day of our life that we spent. It's probably two days of our life. Oh my god. Yeah, it's two days of our life. I don't want to think about that. No, it's okay. I, I thought it was worth it. Uh, it's called Judgment Night. Do you want me to tell you what it... What? I would love for you to tell okay. me. Remember, what that means. Do you remember the news titans and how mad you got when we couldn't figure out what that episode was I was so mad. So mad. So mad. Whoever in that writer's room titled that episode 
might be my personal enemy. That's really insane. Because you made a rule, a gimmick, you got to stick to it. (laughs) It really bothered you. Judgment Night is a 1993 American action thriller directed by Stephen Hopkins and starring Emilio Estevez, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jeremy Piven, and Stephen Dorff. So, yes, you could have read that on the Wikipedia page yourself, but I'm reading it to you, and now you don't have to. So it's about a group of friends on the run from a gang of drug dealers, led by Dennis Leary, that's kind of cool, after they witness a murder. So weirdly, this kind of seems like a lot like what Betty is dealing with this season, only in reverse, and that she murdered a drug dealer, or she didn't murder I, really, I think it's more of Jughead stuff. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's like a poster, um, and Emilio Estevez is like staring and looking... Nervous. I mean, that cast is pretty killer for 90, what, three, you said? Yeah, that's a very 93 <clears throat> cast. Yeah. Absolutely. I I don't know if this movie was like, is this a famous movie? Uh, no, it has a approval rating of 31% based <laughs> on 16 reviews with an average rating of 4.2 out of 10. Well, this Rotten episode Tomatoes. of Riverdale has an approval rating of 100% of me's. I know. Yeah, John is 100% on board, as am I. It was a... It was a great episode. Because John likes to be right. Oh, my God. I know. I do, too, John. Oh I understand. God. Wait, wait. Say that one more time. What was I? Right. I was right? See, I'm not going to be a dick about it, John. <laughs> See? That's, that's the cause, difference. That's because you weren't right. Um, <laughs> okay. Remember no. last season when, I when you right? said no. uh, that Kevin Keller killed uh, Jason Blossom? did. And, we just haven't figured it out and, yet. And you were wrong. And then this season, when what? I said first episode that, that Hal was the Black Hood... And you were like, no, that's too obvious. It can't be that. And, and then you were right. And you were wrong again. Actually, we don't know if you were right because there's also a finale coming up. And we'll talk about that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like desperation. Yeah, it does. I'm going to hold on to this victory. Okay. Because it just it just fills my heart. This is cruel. Judgment Night was written by Shepard Boucher. Uh, who also did Chapter 22, Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's so the good. same writer yeah. did the last Black Hood reveal as well. I wonder if that's planned. Um, well, you know, the whole deal with this stuff is that, it, like, they're all written by the by the room. But, like, you just have contractually, you have to put your name on so many yeah, episodes. Yeah, but I, you do have to, like, assign those episodes. So yeah. it's not like a rotation. It's not like, oh, and a coincidental. That's like, true. I wonder if there's a purpose. I wonder if it was, if this was like, Shepard, you'll be great at this. Yeah. Or not. Uh, and then it was directed by Sherry Nolan, who has done uh, episodes wow. of The Good Doctor and Dynasty and Suits and has been working for a long time, since 1992. That's when I was born. And uh, she will be doing an up- upcoming uh, couple episodes of Animal Kingdom. I heard as it's well. a really good show. Uh, it's just not for me. Yeah, is it political? No, it's it's gang stuff. Oh yeah, it's not a, usually it's a gang family person. of gang people. Except I think it's on TNT, and it's based off an Australian show. That's cool. <clears throat> so, which plot would you like to start with? We have last last gasps of the Black Hood. Uh, Woo, Riverdale riots. <laughs> uh, Jesus, a small fry plot too, and where this whole serpents thing was headed. Okay, let's do the small fry thing because okay. that seems like the least interesting in a way. Or not interesting, but the least... Um, it's least relevant towards yes, this specific exactly. episode. Everything, uh, everything in that will be 
next episode. Guys, next episode is all Hiram and all, uh-huh. you know, like real estate plots, all that good stuff. <laughs> Teens love the real that estate we plots. Loved this season. Uh, okay, so <clears throat> Andre shows up at the Andrews house to pick up Veronica. Like, she's like, I'm going to go out and help Archie, and I'm going to help you, Fred. And then Andre's like, No, you're not. <laughs> Come and get in this plot line instead. Uh, Hiram is telling Hermione to go to the Riverdale Register to, like, do whatever the next step in their master plan is to well, take over this town. Put a bounty on the Black Hood for a million dollars. That's right. And Veronica's like, that's my money that I blackmailed from the Nick St. Clair family. <laughs> I earned that yeah, with like, blackmail. Right, I'm like, that was still kind of fucking evil, Veronica. <laughs> like, fine, but you you take the moral high ground I was here. very mad about that. Yeah. Hermione's like, he put it in a trust. Was, okay, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> Is it uh, your dad has secret funds? My ass, he does. I mean, I think he does have secret funds. I have no idea where they stand financially or like how big their gang used to be and if it's fallen through and they're on hard times. Yeah, and also, how big is their apartment? Is it a two bedroom? I don't know. There's you know what? Well, we don't get shots of it from the outside anymore. We know Hiram has an office. We know that there is at least, I guess, two bedrooms for. Are they, and the parents. are they the only people who live in the Pembroke? Or is it supposed to be an apartment building where other rich people no, can I live? No, I think there's at least the mayor lives there as well. Are you sure? Yeah, because they moved into the Pembroke. No, they were living in that hotel, the Five Seasons. Not, oh, was that? That's confusing. I think they're the same place. They're not. They could be. Also, it's the Four Seasons. Five Seasons doesn't make sense. There are not Five Seasons. I know that you're trying to do a thing, but like... No, no, that's what they call it in the show. Five Seasons? Yeah. No, I know, but it's the Four Seasons. <laughs> that's a real hotel. You're trying to do a thing, but you can't call it Five Seasons because there aren't Five Seasons. Get it? You don't get it. Okay. <laughs> Call it anything else. Uh, Hiram is going on a ride-along tonight, and he, like, throws on a leather jacket, which you've never seen before, to do it. But looks good. He looks so good. So good. Just all the time. Hermione asks if he's keeping anything from her, and he's like, of course not. Of course. Everything. Of all course I'm not. Bye now. <laughs> oh, Hermione, you really let me down here. Really let me down. Yeah, I'm. I am sorry about that. I was just. I mean, I'm hoping next episode is her rise from the ashes, like a phoenix who's been squashed. Sure. Yeah. But most of the most of the season has been her mind being like, no, I'm on the same side as Hiram, and then this episode's like, I don't think I'm on the same side as Hiram. What's happening here? <clears throat> You feel bad for her, but not that bad. Veronica is driving back home, and she just sees Mrs. Clump walking around the riots with a gun in her hand. Convenient. Only person who sees this. (laughs) And she's just like, Mrs. Clump? She's like, I definitely shot (laughs) that kid. Craig's like, yes. Oh, thank God. This is so easy. I do love that they do this so early in the episode. Yeah. Because it's truly not what's important here. No, so I, I did think it was a little strange how nobody else saw that she had a gun. But I also thought it was a little strange that they they framed the shot last week. I thought it was a little strange how last week they framed the shot so it really looked like Reggie accidentally shot him. Yeah, it. like it, it wasn't really clear if he had pulled the trigger or if someone else had pulled the trigger. And yeah. we both assumed, I guess he pulled the trigger. Right. Because we didn't see another gun anywhere. I thought it was more like, not that he pulled the trigger, but it was that it went off accidentally as Archie was like, and then that was maybe like, yeah, "Yeah." oh no, Archie just 
accidentally shot, shot fangs. Yeah. By the way, guys, Stella's back from her walk, and that's the pitter-patter of little doggy feet. And I just, like, I want them to know so it doesn't seem confusing. So, yeah, so Midge Clump is a murderer. No, Midge is dead. I mean, Midge Clump's mom is a murderer. Mrs. Midge Clump. We don't know much about Midge. She could have been a murderer. <clears throat> that's true. We don't, we don't know what she did. Uh, so she... <clears throat> Veronica takes uh, Mrs. Clump to the police and runs to her mom and finds about the million-dollar reward. She's like, my money. Set up with, uh, with the Coopers. My blackmail. But I do love her line. Being like, are you trying to turn Riverdale into Gotham City? So I have a theory about that, that Camila Mendes was just offered the role of Batgirl and is in negotiations for it, and that's what that's implying. That was my, that's my theory. I'm going to, yeah. She would make an amazing Batgirl. Where did you hear this? Where did I hear this? It's just something that fans want. <laughs> so, uh, Okay. But don't you think, think about it. Okay, so here's my argument for Camila Mendes playing Batgirl. She's famous, but she's not so famous that she's going to be very expensive. <laughs> so, so she has young fans, but she's not going to demand like a million dollars like Miley Cyrus might. I don't think she's going to be up for the role, but like who knows? So that's my theory. Hmm. And also, she would look the part. She has amazing eyebrows, um, and she would just be really good. I wouldn't hate that. No, I would not. Although hate I it. feel like these DC movies would want someone older. You think? Because Batman's she's, like in his forties. But she's yeah. She's not that old. I mean, she's not that young. She's like our age. Yeah, I think they'd want someone older than us. Isn't she supposed to be the daughter of Commissioner Gordon? Right. He's not that old. Not when Batman starts, but again, in these movies, Batman's been doing this for like 20 years. But couldn't she just show up now? Or couldn't it be an origin story? I have no idea what they're planning with these. You know why? Because it's a mess. It kind of is a little bit of a mess. I feel like in how dark they want these stories to be, she might already have been Batgirl, then gotten her back broken and been paralyzed for a while and like be recovered by now. Yeah. I like that killing joke thing. You like the killing joke? Yeah. I, I know nobody else does, but well, I do. It's actually, it's very popular. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. People didn't like the animated version of it. I like the animated version of it. Because it meant it's that she was sleeping with Batman. Yeah, they did that weird. I agree. I watched it and I was like, that's weird, but like also he's Batman. Like, come on. <laughs> I guess, but the power dynamics there messed up it was weird it was weird but it was also a cartoon and it was the only thing that i watched that was like a comic book that i felt like i was in on like because i'm always so like outside of it so please just let me have it okay okay uh so veronica's breaking into her dad's office to be like where the hell is my money yeah i guess it's in here it's the only way it's the only thing it's dad only exists in this room so that'd be a weird movie (laughs) she um finds a folder marked October Surprise. Yeah, so I when, I, when I watched this episode first, I totally misinterpreted this whole scene. I guess I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I thought, for some reason, that in this scene, Hiram's October Surprise was that he hired a fake black hood to shoot people. And so I messaged Ariana at work about this, and she's like, what are you talking about? That didn't happen. And, and then I'm like, then what's the October surprise? And she's like, the Hiram and uh, the Hermione and Fred affair. And I'm like, oh, I don't, like, it was almost like I made up a plot in my head. Yeah. Like, I'm still convinced that happened, <clears> that Hiram <throat> hired a second black hood or something, but, like, in my brain, 
like like that was in the fire. I think because I just assumed that was true. And I thought that's why Hermione was so mad at him because he, like, almost killed her and she was so nervous. And now. This is what happens when you don't watch the show with me in the room. I know. I'm sorry. And I want to. I've just been so busy. Mm-hmm. I love you guys and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad, John. Mm-hmm. Please. I For a second, this confused me because I thought, wait, does that mean it's October right now? I also thought that was confusing. Like, hold up. Do I have to reevaluate this entire timeline? When was summer? Well, I think that it happened in October, maybe. I think potentially that. But I think more importantly, I think that might just be a term in an election. It's like a scandal that breaks in October, right before November, when the election hits. And like, it it changes everything. You're probably right about that. Like the Access Hollywood thing was an October surprise. I think you're right. But there will there's a special election, so like an October yeah, there surprise. Daddy, there will always be an October. No, I can't do her voice. There will always be an October surprise. That doesn't Daddy. sound anything, anything like, like Veronica. I know it's okay. I can do it in Betty's voice of you. <laughs> Hermione's like, yeah, I knew about this. You give us the win. I'm fine, fine with it. How the fuck would this work? There are two people. Come Fred's on. running on family values, and everyone knows his whole family hates him, so, so once they find out he also can't be, um, like, he cheats on his wife. He cheats on his wife who's not, he's not married to. I mean, Hermione is I, running for fucking mayor. This would be the weirdest news story <laughs> to hit in any election. I know. That would get national press. So it would just be like, <laughs> in this small town, the October surprise was that the two candidates had an affair with each other. And actually, nobody voted. How do you vote for either one of them? <laughs> that's the thing that's so confusing. It would make sense if Fred was having an affair with, like, Mayor McCoy or, like, anything else. Yeah. But him having an affair with Hermione doesn't really benefit Hermione. It's definitely going to hurt her because people hate women. It will be like, she's not good for her man. I don't vote for her. Meanwhile, Fred, Fred can get it. All right, good for Fred. Like, Fred got with that girl. Like, I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense. She, I mean, she's not running on family values, but she's certainly also... She's running on law and order. I, law and order. She wants more episodes of law and order. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And apparently she's getting them. So it's all working. I don't really understand Hiram, um, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So, <clears throat> finally, I was like, Mom, you're like a tool for Dad to use. He puts you in the spotlight so he doesn't have to be because you are expendable to him. Get it? Get it now? Meanwhile, it pops. A giant man walks in, and I immediately go, oh, my God, is that small fry? And it is small fry. He's like, hey, do you know where Hiram lives? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, small fry, too, in this episode? I just really... I thought he was a black hood. <laughs> I, I was confused. <laughs> Small Fry just walks in the pen... There, every scene with this guy starts with him walking up to someone, asking something cryptic, and then cutting to somewhere else. And, like, later we, we learn, oh, he kills Andre. He, like, goes to Andre's, like, hey, the Hiram's in. And he's, like, well, Hiram's not in, but his wife and kids are. It's, like, cool. And then, like... That's he, fine as well. He, like, kills him off screen. So I'm, like, a little bit, like, is Pops dead off screen? I he think he's okay. I think he's fine. Um, and then he just kind of breaks down the door into the into the apartment, and uh, and starts chasing after the girls like a goddamn Terminator. Because he's a a big man. He's a large man. Whoever called him small fry was being ironic. Really dumb sense of humor. <laughs> yes. I I can't believe there's 
anyone who's a criminal who's like, yeah, I work for Papa Poutine and Small Fry and doesn't laugh when they say it. <laughs> I know, it's dumb, but they're very scary. It's the Small Fry also has a son named Hash Brown. Uh, Is that true? No. <laughs> I was like, did they say No, wait, it'd be Tater Tot? Tater Tot, right. <laughs> it'd be Tater Tot. It, that is a hilarious and adorable fry. Head cannon. Exactly. <clears throat> they run to the office reminding grabs a gun, they kill Small Fry. Who is not wearing a bulletproof jacket, which seems dumb. Well, I think he thought his fat would protect him. That's so mean. That's so mean. She shot him twice, and he's like, I'm still going. She, like, had to shoot him three more times. being, like, so strong, or so, like, like just so much of you, Mm -hmm. that getting shot, like, several times isn't enough. (laughs) I hope I never have to imagine that, actually. Sorry. Well, no. Imagining is fine. Knowing for sure is the thing where you're like, I hope I don't have to. Oh, God. Okay. So, Hiram gets home later, and he just sees the girls, like, they're both kind of at the dinner table, just kind of frozen. Hermione is back to wine at all times. Thank God. And they're just like, yeah, you're going to have to clean these up, Dad. Well, didn't they say multiple bodies? So I guess Andre's the other body. Yeah, Andre and Small Fry. I'm honestly kind of upset that Andre's not going to follow us, us into season three. Maybe they get, uh, what's his face back? God, I can't even remember his name. Smithers. Smithers, thank you. Andre, come on the podcast. Let's talk. Let's do it. Uh, he gets them tagged as riots victims. That's so smart. That's actually really clever. Can uh, Betty be like, also, I have this drug dealer that died. Oh, my God. Ago. You guys want to talk riot victims? <laughs> this guy, decomposing in this tunnel, riot victim. Yeah, and then Veronica has that cryptic line of, like, there will always be an October surprise. There will. Always. But I don't really know what that... I think, no, what she means is that I'm always going to have to deal with your fucking bullshit, Dad. That's what she means. That's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Not literally in October, but all of the months. But that's really the end of Veronica's business this week. All right, where do you want to jump next? Uh, The riots. Woo! Okay, yeah, the riots. Y'all remember at the... Beginning of the season when like the Pop was like, remember the riots? And we were all like, that's silly. That's silly. But no, riots in Riverdale. It's real. It's not so, It's not a small town with pep. It's a small town with riots. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, so Archie, like, immediately, like the shooting, blah, fallout, whatever. Uh, Archie meets up with Kevin and Moose. It's called them the Archies. It's just, uh, they're going to be grouped together. There's like, a, I think, two other bulldogs with them. And they're like, unnamed bulldogs. Yeah, and Archie's like, so I stopped Kevin from shooting that, or I stopped Reggie from shooting that guy, so like, definitely everything's fine now. Yeah, this isn't going to turn really bad. Reggie's not a loose cannon or anything. Uh, but he also, Archie, just straight up is like, yeah, Hiram probably paid him to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which means Archie, I think, is fully out with Hiram. I mean, until he smiles pretty at what am I? Yeah, who am I saying? Next episode, yeah. I can't be mad at you. <laughs> Not you. I'll kill my dad for you. <laughs> uh, Reggie calls Hiram for help, and Hiram's just like, oh, that's unfortunate, Reggie. Oh, I love it. Uh, but it's I'm afraid funny. I can't help you. Click. Oh, is Hiram a dick? Which is... Weird. Weird how that happened. I love how much Reggie there is in this episode. I always I, I want more Reggie, more Moose, more Kevin, more of all these side people. So that when something like this goes down, I'm like, oh no, care about everybody. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so the Archies go into the go into the school to grab sports equipment. 
I don't know. To be able to fight their way remember. through the riots. <laughs> and they, uh, uh, Archie gets a call from Veronica and she's like, hey, Mrs. Clump killed. Yes. She's like, oh, hey, Mrs. Clump killed uh, Fangs or shot Fangs. I want you guys to know John is doing the hand phone. Sorry, the hand phone. Did you know kids don't do the um, the thumb up, pinky out hand phone anymore? No, what do they do? Because phones don't look like that. They just hold their palm up to their face. That's so weird. Because that's what phones look like really? to them. Do the youths do this? Like little kids I'm talking about. Like because oh, you play act on the phone. That's so funny. They, well, were, they never would, had flip phones or like, oh, my home phone that I got to pull off the receiver. What I would do is I would make like a fist and I would like put it, like I wouldn't flatten <laughs> But the mom. size of the fist you just made right here is like <laughs> pulling out a car phone or those like, or like just a brick to your ear. Hello? You guys can't see any of this. <laughs> pulling out, pulling out the antenna for it kind of thing. Yeah, that's how my phone is. So, <laughs> yeah, totally. God, I miss flip phones and like, you know, hanging up on someone by closing your phone. Very satisfying. That's true. It was. It was. So, <clears throat> they run to Sweet Pea and the Serpents, who are literally tearing up the school. Like, Sweet Pea takes a knife to the wall and cuts through it. It is also their school, so it's confusing. What's crazy is that, like, a real school, those walls wouldn't be able to just get torn through with a knife. It's a set. It's a set wall. It's clearly, like, I don't have wallpaper in my school. It's painted on, like... Yeah. Mine was like like bricks and stuff. It's confusing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Sweet Pea looks just like one of the Wolf Brothers, and it's so weird. I just realized recently that they were the kids from Naked Brother Band. Oh my god, you did! I love and Naked I was Brother like, Band. This, I can't handle this. I can't handle that these are the Naked Brothers. You didn't notice that? No, no. Oh, yeah. Because they grew up well. Uh, they like They don't look like... Especially the younger one. He used to have like the long hair... That's true. That was okay. Let's just sidebar. Naked Brothers Band was a fucking hilarious show. It was good. It was, good it was so good. They were great. It was hilarious. It was, and I watched it when I was like older. Like this was not like a show I watched as a kid. Like this is like, like that was a really good show. Mm-hmm. I just remember the younger brother was addicted to milk. Oh, and he went milk? on like I think it was milk or chocolate milk or something. Think, yeah. But he went on like a cruise to uh, to like hardcore like he went into he went into rehab to like get over his addiction. That's so funny. See, like, and I think Jack so... Black was there. Like they got celebrities a cameo in this show. I liked it because it was like if you watched it as a kid, you would just think it's like cute and funny. Mm-hmm. But like as an adult, you realize that this is like supposed to be like a rock documentary, mm-hmm. but it's like about kids and that's funny. Like yeah. it's funny. Like it's funny he went to rehab. Like all rock stars would go to rehab. But yeah, no, that's funny. I yeah. know it's like broad humor, but I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, Sweet Pea and the Serpents are like they basically go back to how they were in the beginning of the season, being like, the north side versus the south side. Yeah. You all shot fangs. They didn't. But they should try, so honestly, I'm not that... I get it. Like, it's a shitty thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're about to fight the Archies when Principal Weatherby and some adults come in. Like, what's going on in my school? Yeah, Principal we... Weatherby is like... He is on top of things. Like <laughs> I guess, but then basically he's just like, go and get out of here, you yeah. scamps. But you know Like, what? he doesn't... He doesn't contain them in any way. He just kind of lets them out. But he's taking a paycheck, and he didn't have to do this. <laughs> it's true. He went above and beyond. He did. Uh, so Archie meets up with Jughead, and is like, hey, the, the serpents ran off, and they're probably trashing Mrs. Clum's house because she shot fangs, and Jughead heads off. Uh, 
And then Pop calls Archie to be like, hey, I found Reggie. He's over there by that window. <laughs> Maybe not the best place for him right now. No, not so much. So Archie's, uh, they go and meet up with Reggie. And then they're kind of hanging out at the diner when all these scary cars pull up outside, hanging their horns Guess and people screaming. Here? It's the ghoulies. It's the ghoulies who I haven't thought about in many episodes. Because they haven't been around since the car race episode. Can we just talk about how terrible the main ghoulie is? They look like they walked out of a Schumacher Batman movie. Is it supposed to be like... Um, Oh, the... We talked that? about this. Well, we did a comics connection from this. No, 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 I'm talking about, like, it's like an homage to that movie, the... The Goonies? No, not the Goonies. The, um... It's not about the name. The Warriors? The Warriors. Are they supposed to be, like, the Warriors? I don't think so. They look like Mad Max villains, honestly. Yeah, they do. They're it's just really- kind of psycho, this episode. <laughs> they sell drugs, that's what we know. <laughs> so... But the, the Southside Serpents don't sell drugs... No. How are they a gang? Gangs don't just sell drugs. That's not the definition of a gang. No, but if they do illegal shit. Why do we still have this conversation? I know. It's a group of bullies who basically come together to protect themselves and then turn violent against everyone else. But usually drugs are involved. I'm just saying you're not a good gang if you're not doing illegal stuff. Somehow they end up having to fund themselves. And yeah, some of them sell drugs. You know a lot about this. But the (laughs) serpents... Give toys to children. Right. So that's confusing. They're the, they're the good gang who are still kind of bad. Right. But like, why? That's the thing. Because like, they wear leather jackets, okay? They they kill cows for, for, I, for jackets. I don't know. I don't think Tony kills cows somehow. Like, I feel like she's not doing that. Her her jackets. Her jackets leather. Like, it's it's vegan leather. It's, uh, it's conservationism. It, uh, yeah, the cow died of natural causes. Exactly. And then they, yeah. It's expensive, actually, but it, it's good for the environment. So... The barricade the doors, and Archie goes to Pop. It's like, do you have a gun? He's like, no. I had my fill of guns back in the war. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what war? Exactly. Which war? <laughs> How old is Pop? <laughs> Did he serve in World War II? I was thinking Vietnam. Vietnam? Maybe. Is he older, or is he younger than we think he is? And he was in... Even Vietnam like, that Iraqi freedom? Like, two years ago, he actually went to Afghanistan. No, like, um... I have to assume it's Vietnam. I guess so. But that's still kind of a long time ago now. Yeah. Sela's, like, in the bowl. She's so cute. Uh, but don't worry. He learned a trick in the riots of 1979. Okay, so... Okay, that's just math I'm not going to do. But well, how many years ago was 1979? No, just, like, how old would that make Pop if Pop was working and... Well, that would have been 38 years ago. 39 years ago? Wow, that's amazing that you just did that. Um, maybe? 39 years ago. And, like, I assume he's, like, 60, so... Okay, so he was You've been, like, 21? Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. So, he knows how to make Molotov cocktails. Gives Archie, like, two of them. Archie's just tossing them at the, uh, at the ghoulies. I don't know if you should encourage kids to do that. Desperate times. I guess, okay. Desperate Archie's. Uh, when when a when a cop car shows up and out walks, not Sheriff Keller, Fred Andrews and FP nice. Jones. Nice, incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I I was like cheering when that happened. The bromance we all deserve. I love I love those men. I, I was like hot Riverdale dads to the rescue, and then Kevin said the same exact thing. Which is weird because one of them is his dad. Eh, 
What's that? Game respects game, you know? <laughs> yes. He's good looking. He knows his dad's good looking. <laughs> okay. Nothing against that. And then he posts it to Instagram, and then on the screen, if you're watching on cable, goes, watch this on Kevin's Instagram. Go to the Kevinth Wonder on Instagram right now. Is it not fucking weird that he is the one with the Instagram? It's weird that that's all that character is now. The it's the one with the Instagram. It's so funny. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I follow it. I don't know why I don't. I should. So, a Hiram eventually calls Pop. And he's like, hey, what happened down there? And he's like, oh, Fred Andrews and these other guys came in and saved everybody. It was amazing. <laughs> Don't worry. The diner's safe. And I was like, that's great, Pop. Hangs up and starts beating his like, <laughs> fist into the I car. an asshole. I think he wanted... Yes, of course the, he did. Like, he wants Reggie dead. And he I wants... think Fred being out there saving people is going to help his campaign and <laughs> her Hermione's. He wants Hermione to win on the Law and Order platform. Mm-hmm. And, so, and for Fred to be like, I'm protecting people. Right. Well, he wants her, yeah. So he wants to cause chaos so Hermione wins. But, like, what is his, like, if he's building the prison, the prison's already being built. So I'm not really sure what Hiram wants. Does he just hate everyone? We'll find much? out next episode. Yeah. I guess from here, uh, not sure if Keller takes Reggie somewhere safe. Because we basically just go home with Aunt Archie and Fred. And in the house, uh, Archie notices the back door is open. What? Closes it and like starts looking around the house a little bit. When the Black Hood jumps out of nowhere and is it attacks Archie. Hood? It is the Black Hood because... Because he's wearing a Black Hood. No. Because he has the same eyes. Yes, he has the same eyes. I don't know, man. I think Archie might just be imagining those eyes at a certain point. <laughs> Imagine it's like we meet the second Black Hood. Because those <laughs> eyes don't belong to anyone in the cast. That, there was a theory that I have. So if no one in that cast has the those bright green eyes, who do you think the other Black Hood is? I think he's going to take off his hood and is going to be a me- member of the cast. And we're just not supposed to think about the fact that that shot of the guy with the eyes doesn't match anyone in the show. I think he has contacts or something then. Sure, but the fa- the eyebrows also don't match anyone in the show, nor is the skin tone anymore because we already got the guy who matches that. Like, if you want to be Hiram, his skin tone is much darker than that. Right. You want to watch Fred, though his eyes aren't even shaped like that guy's eyes. Neither are Sheriff Keller's. Well, I don't think that there's anybody... <laughs> what am in- I saying? What if Fred's the Black Hood? Yeah. He shot himself. He shot himself. It's amazing. He's so fast. <laughs> He's that fast. <laughs> I... Yeah, I think it might be someone we don't know. I guess. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe when they did that shot and made it a big thing for Archie, they thought it would matter more than it did. Can you believe this scene... That 21 episodes ago, Archie's dad got shot. And now he's getting shot again. And Archie was like, I need to make sure this can't happen again. And then it happens exactly (laughs) the same way in his own house. That everything Archie did over this entire season resulted to literally nothing when he comes up one-on-one against the Black I know, it's almost like Archie's not great. How how does Archie's arc amount to failing to stop the Black Hood again and Betty actually solving the problem? 
like when they planned the Black Hood arc, they're like, this will be, this will put Archie center stage. And they still couldn't stop themselves from making it all about Betty. Because Archie's not that interesting. Archie's interesting when he's just moving and doing stuff and like physically acting on something. Being hot, I know. We all think Archie's hot. No, I mean just like more than that. He's just got to be active in some way. Like and, doing push-ups while reading his play script? Sorry, like in this episode, how he's running around and he's saving Reggie and he's just constantly in motion plot-wise. Uh, not when he's like sitting down and having an emotional revelation with someone. And KJ Appa, I like him as an actor and I want to see more of him. And I think the writing kind of, or I think his plot has kind of been messy uh, this year, to say the least. Yeah, I would um, say that's fair. But I... I'm a little bummed that he couldn't stop this guy. I thought that he was going to, like, jump in front of the bullet, but it's it's good he didn't. Yeah, he got, he just, he failed on all accounts. Uh, Black Hood just knocks him back. Fred jumps in the way. He shoots him. Archie's holding Fred exactly the way he was last season finale. But Fred's like, don't worry, bulletproof vest. And, and then Archie runs over Black Hood and misses him. <laughs> Let's hope season finale gives, like, what Archie, the hell, man? gives Archie something. Uh, what happened to the Archie that broke his hand to get through the ice? Katie Rapp was like, if you ever make me do that. He chose to do that. <laughs> Aww. But that's the end of that plot. So then basically we're left with uh, Betty or Betty or Jughead. Uh, Jughead, because Betty, let's do that last. Oh, I figured we want to do Jughead last, considering he's the cliffhanger. Uh, fine. 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 So the Black Hood attacks Cheryl, and she runs upstairs, which is, you know, bad move in a slasher. But yet, what everyone does. But he acts through the door, and she just gets out the window, and somehow has enough time to Amazing. grab a Little Red Riding Hood outfit. It's not a Little Red Riding Hood With, like, red outfit. biker gloves. It's a hunting Sorry, her hunting game. cloak. Uh, and her bow and arrow. She has an amazing which, line, though, which is like... Thank God I had enough time to grab my bow and arrow and hunting cape. As though her grabbing just the bow and arrow would have been not She grabbed it, looked at the hunting cape, and was like, I need that too. <laughs> Threw that on. I can't believe that that one shot of her practicing bow and arrow early in the episode, that someone in the room was like, I got it. This means she's great at archery. I think she is. No, she's, she's definitely had moments of being But like, this was, no, it was one shot at a random episode where she sees Hal coming to the house and is just like, Cool, I'm just doing archery. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it just seems like a thing she likes. When she's They're she's, lucky they set this one up, is what I'm saying. Also, I love her outfit. It's amazing. She I want to see her guest star on an episode of Arrow. That'd be cool, as the red I, I wonder if they pulled in any of the Arrow team to like do this bit. What if it's just like, like the stunt guys? A cloak from Arrow. <laughs> no, no, because I watch Arrow. Oh, yeah. Maybe. It's kind of a better outfit than the red Arrow wears in Arrow. Interesting. So there's a green Arrow and a red Arrow? They're different Arrows? Yes. Is, is it the same guy? But they call the Red Arrow Speedy, and that's a girl. That's so cool. But also, uh, there was a boy in the Red Arrow suit also, but he was called Arsenal, so. I'm not going to be able to keep up until I watch it, so. Just seems like a what lot Was that really watch. pretty boy with the, the square jaw? Why am I forgetting the actor's name? Literally every Colton CW. Haynes. Oh, yeah. Every CW actor, but Colton Haynes, yeah. Yeah. He and his husband. He's are, an MTV actor. He and his husband are divi- uh, divorcing. I had to write about that. Didn't they just get married? They did. It's That's why it's sad. <sighs> Love. I feel sorry for him. So anyway. One uh, sec. 
So Cheryl shoots the black hood in the shoulder, and the black hood just kind of runs off, and she calls Betty, be like, don't worry. <laughs> I wounded him. He's in the woods. He'll be running on instinct now. That's so not catch good, him. actually. Which also, no, he's not. No, not so <laughs> he's much. He's kind of weird and calculating throughout this episode. Well, it depends. Yeah. At least the end. So Betty gets a call, or sorry, Betty calls her mom. It's like, where's dad? He's like, she is, he's out covering the riots. Like, damn it, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but Alice isn't leaving the register offices because of, you know, the big news, which also she does. She does do that this episode. So I'm confused. Uh, Hermione goes to the register and Betty's there when she's offering the million dollar payment. Uh, Betty's like, the Black Hood didn't kill Fangs. And everyone just kind of looks at her with blank eyes. Like, like, I, don't under- I don't understand. I'm still connecting these two things. I choose to. I didn't know that anybody was connecting those two things. How is it that everyone's like, the Black Hood killed Fangs, but we're still sure that Fangs was killed by, that Midge was killed by Fangs? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's, hey, con- yeah. <laughs> that's confusing. <laughs> like, so. How dumb is this town? <laughs> the town is very dumb. The average Riverdale person is not a bright the a- Basically, the average thought process of a Riverdale person is, I'm angry, <laughs> but someone tell me why. Yes. Yes. Because even though the Black Hood took credit for the murder that Fangs committed, it makes no sense. So Cheryl lets Betty know the Black Hood has entered town, and Betty like gets home and finds the kitchen covered in blood. Well. And, and she's just instinctually like, I know how to fix this. And cleans up the blood. Why would you do that? That is weird. Then she gets an anonymous phone call and like the music freaks out. And I'm like, it's not the Black Hood because it's not Lollipop. Lollipop, lollipop, Exactly. I just love that song. It's FP. And FP's just like, hey, where's Jughead? She's like, I don't know. Where's Hal? He's like, oh, he's here. Bleeding badly. Yeah, he's at the hospital. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, so Betty gets the gets the hospital. Asks the nurse. By the way, what's up with the nurses' uniforms? Oh, that they're all like old fashioned. Yeah, stuff? I mean, I I guess I keep forgetting that this hospital is from fifty yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's a time warp. Yeah, yeah. yeah so then <laughs> someone comes with a smartphone. And they're like, "What is that?" Oh my god, it's a magic box. <laughs> but she tells her where her dad's room is. When she gets there, she finds Doctor Masters dead in the bed. That was upsetting. Yeah, like also, I was in three episodes of this show. Yeah, so so Masters came in and was like, okay, how can tend your wounds? What happened here? <laughs> He's like, don't worry, I got it. It might bleed, like, only in a little dot. And Hal's like, great, stab. Yeah, yeah. He just tried to give him a shot, and Hal doesn't like shots, so he's very upset. Poor Dr. Masters. Mm-hmm. I'll miss him and his very high collars. You know, this episode, I was like, his collar's not high. <laughs> he can move his neck. Oh, but he can't. You know, I know that's what kills him. Exactly. It's like the ribbon in the scary story um, where... Oh, where you pull it off and the and head the, just falls? Yeah, that's what happened. So uh, then she gets a call on, like, the hospital phone from the Black Hood, which means, what, is he watching her? Yeah. Or He's sure. just like, I'm in your house with your mom. Come home. She's like, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, I'm away. You kill Dr. Masters. Is that good? That was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you. And if she gets home, it's just Alice, like, hanging out with wine. Be like, your dad wanted to show us movies. I thought, why not indulge him? We're under house arrest. And all my favorite mates thought is, there are riots going on outside. <laughs> why not? This is not the night for home movies on the projector. 
Or is it? Or is it the night? Also, like, yeah, as soon as he walks in, there's like a tiny little speck of blood on Hal's sweater that just slowly grows throughout mm-hmm. the scene, which is cool. I didn't notice that. But he, like, plays this film, which is just his mom filming him on a chair. I think this voice actress was um, used before in another thing that I've seen. I got no idea. Yeah, she enunciates very well. <laughs> He's like, hey, that family that got killed, they're sinners. Yeah, mom. What do we do to sinners? We kill them, mom. That's right. They're so, what are you going to do to them? I'm going to make him, him like really <laughs> self-conscious and like not know the dad was definitely one of those killers until he's a janitor one day. And then I'm going to take advantage <laughs> of that by like definitely sacrificing a finger and then his whole life to cover my own tracks because I'm the black hood. Yeah, so that's a good that's a good synopsis. <laughs> yeah. So why did the mom film this? Right. <laughs> why did the mom need a record of this? <laughs> so Don't just, you not want a record of this? Just so you know. She's making a record of how she needs to make sure her son can't allow there to be a record of the fact <laughs> that her husband killed that guy. I, that family. It, it is a very creepy video, and I do appreciate it, but, like, logically, there are some flaws. He's like, hey, Alice, take out the uh, tape recorder. And Alice is like, why? Like, just do it. Uh, Alice is still not really understanding the game. Yeah, Alice is like, that's a weird movie. All right, tape recorder. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but, you know, I can't leave the house, so let's do this. It thing. takes him so long to figure it out. <laughs> Betty literally has to spell it out for her. There's a weird point when he, like, has to retcon something from season one that I don't think anyone would have cared about. He's like... <laughs> Great-grandpappy Cooper was actually great-grandpappy Blossom, who killed the other Blossom, then gave himself the Cooper name. So can I'm we, like, I didn't need that. Oh, my God. Can we, can we like, really quick, though, like, I just want to break it down because I am so confused. So, so okay. There were two Blossoms. There they were, were twins. Two, they were twins. They were twins, They right? were twins. Okay, they were twins. Twins. Yes. Okay. Blossom and Cooper. We'll just do this for the yes. sake so, of the name. Cooper killed Blossom. Let's say his name was Cooper Blossom. Cooper Blossom killed Blossom and then was like, I am Cooper now. Cooper family. Forget the money. I killed people. Cooper family makes his own family. I guess there are enough other Blossoms to continue the Blossoms or maybe Blossom had kids already by that point. Right. Anyway, okay. he's like... Cooper family, you see those Conways? They're sinners. Let's go kill them. Kills them. And then he's like, wife, tell Harold to cover these tracks. Well, but, okay, so the reason that Cooper Blossom killed the Conways was because the Conways knew that Cooper Blossom killed Blossom? Yes, yes, that's also true. Okay. Yes. So, But he, also, they were sinners. But they were sinners. Because they did something... Because they blackmailed a guy for being a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which seems like less of a terrible offense. Than yeah, but it's just rude, so. It's just, I mean, it, the blackmail is kind of a shitty thing to do, I guess. But, yeah. but so is the murder. Right. The murder actually seems ah! significant. Like, murdering children seems significantly more. Here's what you're shitty. forgetting. There's a darkness in the <laughs> I, in the Coopers. I could not. It was in Great Grandpappy Cooper. It's in Hal Cooper, and now it's in Betty. Okay, so all I fucking know is about this fucking darkness. <laughs> like lately, when I write an article about Betty, love you, Betty, love this show. But like every time I write an article now, where I have to mention that there's a darkness, I'm like, did Betty mention that there's a darkness inside her? Because there's a darkness inside Betty. 
It's really dark in Betty. It's really dark. <laughs> There's a darkness. Get it? The darkness. There is one. But there is a pretty good moment where he's just like, Betty, who am I? And she's like, the Black Hood. Okay. Yeah. You're the Black Hood. That's not good. I'll do it again. You're the Black Hood. No. Uh, is it okay? Yeah. You're uh, the Black Hood. And he's like, okay. say what I did. She's like, okay. Um, you shot Fred and failed to kill him. Um, <laughs> Honestly. But you did you did kill uh, Miss Grundy, so A plus on that one. Uh, you shot Moose and Midge at close range, and nope, they're both alive. Uh, okay, no, you did come back and kill Midge later. Uh, you you shot up the debate. Didn't do that one. <laughs> okay, good, because you failed to kill people there too. I uh, just want to point out, Hal killed three people. Yeah, and he's, he's like, fear me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, why? Are you I kidding mean, me? Over 22 hours, you killed three. <laughs> I mean, like, the Midge thing was pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, good for him on that one. You know Midge's mom killed one-third of his people in, like, one hour, one day? <laughs> she's she's uh, almost as accomplished as he is. Exactly. She was for the first, mo- like, most of the season. So. And um, Cliff Blossom killed two-thirds as many people as he did, so... So... One of those was a hardened criminal, so. not a schoolgirl... With the jitters. Uh, With the jitters. But <laughs> she's like, why, Dad? And he's like, sinners have to die. Your speech when you're like, we need to do better is what my mom said to me in this video right over here. <laughs> you see that? And I was like, um, you adultered. Yeah. Is that- you slept with Penelope Blossom. Who is also like the town harlot who you could have gone after, but you didn't. If you wanted to... Why did it? Why Cheryl? Why go after Cheryl if he did indeed go after Cheryl, and not her mom? I think he just doesn't like Cheryl. Oh, okay. I guess but she's a blossom. Also, like, if this means Chick is alive, why didn't you let him live? Cause you hate that kid. <laughs> Unless you are actually really bad at running and you were never gonna catch him. I think he was really bad at running. Yeah, me too. Also, uh, they're like, why are you doing this right now? He's like, I want to have a recording when they find us. So I guess yeah, he's planning a murder-suicide thing is, for the yes. family. He is. Great. Uh, Alice is just like, hey, um, you suck, and I slept with FP, and he is so good in bed. Oh, my God, I died. Like, I was like, this is why FP and Alice need to be together. Now well, yeah, now it's totally going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be weird for Betty and uh, Jughead, but Yeah, well, okay. oh, my God. I can't believe that Betty and Jughead are still together. Yeah. Because they're in love. I know, but what sexy teen drama has no couples break up across an entire season? Think about how many times they did break up. Yeah, but then they just keep getting back together. Right. It's just exhausting. I mean, I think Archie and Veronica kind of need to, like, not be together anymore. Sure, yeah. Break them all up, though. I really want to see what it looks like. Remember remember when it was like, and then Archie is going to fall for Betty in that one episode, and then, nope, that didn't happen. That was weird. The season is so weird. I, I think that uh, the Betty and Archie thing, it almost feels like it would be cruel to play out. You know what I mean? No. Well, it's like, I, you know what I think really happened? I really think that the Betty and Jughead ship was not supposed to be like as intense it was at first. I think it was going to be more like... Like, I thought... I think that maybe what they were planning was for Betty... Or for Jughead to be kind of, like, pining over Betty. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I still like Archie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then eventually 
she kind of comes to realize that Jughead is like the guy for her. But I think that people, when they saw them together, they were like, oh, Jughead and Betty. They're like, end all be all. Yeah, exactly. And I think that happens with a lot of dramas where it's like they try to set up like an interesting love triangle. But then if one person just really wins the love triangle, it's like it's not fun anymore. I wonder if there's anything coming on behind the scenes like how Cole and Lily are probably... I mean, come on. They went on that date, that like vacation together. They're well, they went to the Met made. Ball together, and that's kind of the Met Gala, and that's kind of like the. If you come out at the Met the Met Gala, that's like your, you know, we're together kind of thing. Yeah, so, and they're. I think they're. So dating. like maybe it's just like they're dating, and the the production is like, well, I guess we shouldn't break up their characters because that'd be weird as hell. Uh, I think it's always weirder when two couples are dating, or like a couple is dating and then break up, and then the show is like. We made those characters endgame, and that happens all the so time. Weird. It must suck. Like Blake Lively and Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl broke up before their show was over, and then the characters were like endgame. Yeah, but then like he was Gossip Girl, so right. It is a little confusing. Yeah, it was a love letter though. That was their answer to it. Then everyone's like Serena. He like sent out a blast that said that you had like an STD. Out of love. Out of love. She's like, we've all done bad things. Narratively, this makes sense. So both Betty and Alice hit Hal with a fire with a fire poker and knock him out. And then not Sheriff Keller. Citizen arrest him? Like, you're not in the police anymore. Can you do that? Why do you still have the squad car? I mean, it's his car. Maybe he bought it. Maybe it's a lease. That's not really how government property works. I honestly don't know. Um, I guess this is fine. Unless it would be interesting if Mineta actually lets him go next episode. He's like, only Hal tells me who to arrest. Or only Hiram tells me who to arrest. Get him out of here. That would be fucking stupid. <laughs> he has a confession. I mean, it's, it's pretty much, it's Hal. And then Archie just comes over and she's like, he was the black hood. He's like, oh my God, he just tried to kill my dad. And she's like, no, no he, he didn't. didn't. He's like, what? <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah. So finally, we're we're with Jughead, and where the Soul Southside Serpent's pawline for the entire season was, I guess, inevitably headed. Which I like the idea of it. Execution wasn't awesome the whole time, but this episode's pretty dope. So the serpents take Fangs to the hospital where Doctor Masters takes him in, and Doctor Masters is like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna live forever," and so is he. Takes him away. Wait, Dr. Masters survived? No, no, this is earlier in the episode. Oh, God, I'm so confused. Doing a bit. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. Jughead wants to uh, get justice, and FP's like, no, can't just go crazy out there. Meanwhile, like, Sweet P's like, destroy the school. Right. Uh, right. Fangs goes into surgery. Uh, Archie calls Jughead and tells him Reggie didn't shoot Fangs. So Jughead gets the serpents together, and they're all like, what are we going to do? And he's like, give me an hour. And they're like, why are you in charge again? He's like, give me an hour. <laughs> yeah, why is he in charge? He's like the newest member of the serpents. Yeah. Also, okay, I have a survey question. I'm sorry, but I have to ask it. So, Jughead li- leaves his dad to go live in, like, the drive-in movie theater. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Archie later finds out that the Southside Serpents, that Jughead's dad is a Southside Serpent. Right. Okay. The guy who openly wears the jacket when he's at the movie theater and the diner. And also... Just around town. And also, Archie knows Jughead's dad. Yeah. His whole life. His whole life. Okay. So, 
Did Jughead know his dad was a serpent? Yeah. Okay, so then why, like, like why is it like kind of a new thing? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, why? Like, I don't get it. Um, like, like he's they're all serpents. Because they're making it up as they go. Right. Like all shows. Okay, I guess that's true. I was just confused. And so. in season two, they're just kind of like, forget that time when this was a mystery. Everyone knows about the serpents now. Okay. And the south side and the north side. Right. These have always been things in Riverdale. I like that better, honestly. Like, it makes more sense now than it being like a weird super secret gang. And I know some, There's a gang. Yeah. I really did like the reveal when you realize that the... Creepy Serpent Dude is actually Joe Ken's dad. That was really great. That was really great. So, Chuckie gets a call from Penny Peabody. She's like, hey, we should meet or else I'll kill your girlfriend. Betty? No, um... Sorry, what's your name? <laughs> Tony. Tony, it's Tony. It's Tony. Oh, that's not my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's actually dating Cheryl. Who's Cheryl? Listen, this is complex. <laughs> I'll go meet you. We should talk in person. Uh, apparently, Penny has teamed up with the Ghoulies. Okay. Do the ghoulies make you tattoo yourself to be a part of their gang? <laughs> like a weird Snapchat ghost. <laughs> That's like their tattoo. <laughs> no, they just kind of make you tattoo your face. The main ghoulie guy like pulls out a taser. Who is he? He's very good, but like what he is that? He was in like one other episode. The episode where they were like, I know. hey serpents, you want to deal some drugs? I find him very They're like, let's street race. And he's like, okay. I find him very charismatic. Yeah, I kind of like him. I like him too. He could be the villain. Well, maybe that's next season. Considering how this one ends, uh, he's like, ah, we've got you now. And then Cheryl, like, shoots it out of his hand with a bottle arrow. She's like, I'm here too. <laughs> and then Jack is like, that's Cheryl. She's dating Tony. Let Tony go. Tony's just like, she just runs over to her girlfriend. Aww, I like that Jack had came to Tony's defense. I like that he brought Cheryl. Yeah. Kind of weird that Cheryl's just been prowling the night in her hunting coat cape. Yeah, no, it's it's weird. But um, Penny wants the South Side, and if they don't leave town and give it to her, uh, the serpents and the ghoulies go to war at dawn. What does that mean? We when you have the South Side, what does that mean? Uh, they want literally all of the serpents to leave town. Oh, that's shitty. And the ghoulies will live in the South Side, and I guess control that area. And where do they live They get rid of anyone they don't like and uh, in the fringes of society. In the wasteland where there is no law. Is this true? Do you Uh, I'm just, I'm using Mad Max words right now. So, but like where do they live? Gotham City. (laughs) Okay, like literally where they They just got out of jail. Okay. (laughs) They actually don't have They live in this fire pit? That's where they live. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe they camp. (laughs) They're avid campers. They're avid campers and they all join a planet fitness so they can shower. So Sweet Pea, back at the White Worm, is like, well, let's just fight the ghoulies. And it's worth pointing out that Sheriff Mineta has been, like, arresting serpents all night. Yep. So, like, they're down members, and they don't know how many ghoulies there are. Weird, they should, but <laughs> There's a billion they're infinite ghoulies. ghoulies. <laughs> they're ghosts. They can do whatever they want. And Jug is like, okay, yes, I know you want to end the ghoulies, but what if we didn't die? <laughs> And then FP enters, like, so Fangs is dead. So nothing else matters <laughs> oh, now. God. I say we go to war. Uh, Fangs who is wants dead. to who wants to go for a vote? And then he holds up and every time they vote, they hold up their fingers like they're like there's that they're serpent fangs. Oh my god, that's so funny. But I love that Cheryl doesn't. She just kind of raises her hand. I feel like she's looking around and be like, oh, who, is this a thing? Who let Did you vote? It's like, come on, Cheryl. Betty's also voted with them. So weird. Um 
So, yeah, they're going to fight. Why does Fang's dying have to do with any of this? Dave Gill just killed him off screen. That's, like, so brutal. I know. That actor. Um, Because now one of their own is dead. So it's going to make everyone raw and emotional. Right. But, but like he's not in, the ghoulies didn't do anything. They know Mrs. Clump killed him. Right. The and they're like, ghoulies should die. <laughs> yeah, I mean like they suck, yes. I think it's mostly like they've been backed into a corner. And they're like, I guess we're just doing And they just this. suffered a loss, so like, fuck it, let's go. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh but Jughead's quick like back at home, he's like, Hey, Dad, um we don't have the people for this. Yeah, this is a bad plan. Like, they're going to die. And FP just gets very raw. And he's like, shut all that. Ah, I'm going to call in the reserves. It's our only choice. And Jughead's like, no, they gave us two choices. They were <laughs> there was another choice. very clear. We could leave. He tries to find a third choice because he finally connects the dots that, yeah, definitely Hiram orchestrated pretty much all of this. Yeah, Hiram's a shitty dude, man. Like, obviously. I'm not, it's not like, not the best done scheme, but, you know, good for you, Hiram. He's like, here's the deal, Hiram. He, like, calls him. Does Hiram just really hate Jack? I think he does. Joe's like, if I sacrifice myself, the ghoulies leave and it's all good. And Hiram's like, yeah, I agree to that. Definitely lying. Because Jughead goes to Penny alone. So stupid. She's like, I understand the deal. And, like, has all the ghoulies start beating him up. Beating it's him, like, bad. to death. And she's like, also, just for the record, this changed nothing. <laughs> we're still going to go to war with your people tomorrow. Yeah. Enjoy. It was oh, very... she's like, don't worry. I got to hit him, too. I got to cut off a pound of flesh from him. Oh, that was, yeah. Maybe don't um, instigate so much, Jughead. <laughs> Jughead has been after martyrdom this whole season. Yeah. And this is where it ends. Uh, I hope he's, like, super scared all the time after this. <laughs> assuming he's alive. I am assuming he's alive. Yeah, I, it's Cole Sprouse. Like, man. Betty... So, uh, sorry. Betty calls FP, and they're like, Hey, Jughead said he loved me on the phone? What's going on? He's like, where is he? And then, like, drives off to the to the fire pit and, like, finds his son and brings him out of the woods to all of the teenagers Aww. with, like... Honestly, Skeet is killing this it's shot. So He's, like, crying so hard. It's, it's like, Jesus. It's, it's sad. Um, it's Roberto, apparently... Uh, based that image on a Batman comic. Really? It looks like a Superman cover. It's Uh, a... Because when Superman... Which one has Robin? Oh, you're right. It is probably Death Death in the Family. Because that's... It's an iconic comic book image, actually, is of the person holding the dead person in their arms like that, screaming to the air. Uh, But they also did that with Superman and Supergirl and Christ on Infinite Earths and like a a shit ton of comics. This is Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin is a very iconic one because, yeah, one of the Robins died uh, a long time ago. That's a funny story, actually. Is it a funny story? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, do you know who Dick Grayson is? Yes. That's Robin. Robin. Yes. There are multiple Robins. Right. Dick Grayson graduates and they get this new Robin named Jason Todd. Okay. Jason's a little a-hole. Oh. Like, he meets Batman by trying to steal the tires off of the Batmobile. That's funny. And so he's, like, the, the rebellious Robin. He's not as, he's not as goody two-shoes as yeah. Dick Grayson is. And they do this storyline where he's, like, kidnapped by the Joker. And, Jason Todd? Yes. And they, they tell the people reading comics to call into a phone line and vote on whether or not Jason Todd lives or dies. That's so fucked It's up. free internet. 
and people vote to kill Jason Todd. I think I would have. And so that man finds Jason beaten to death by the Joker and is like carries him out like that. And that's in the Batman movie where you see the old Joker, the old Robin costume. Uh, oh, in, like, Batman v Superman, he yeah. sees a costume and it's got, like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That implies that storyline. That's really dark. Why would he keep that? To remind him of what he's lost in his battle for justice. You should be Batman. That's a good voice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's good. That's, uh, that's the end of our four plots. Oh, my God. From this episode. So exciting. Um, Prom King. Prom King. Jughead, because he could die. I don't want to give it to him. Wow, okay. That's mean, but fine. I want to give it to Archie because he did his best. I guess, and it didn't really... Fine, okay. I mean, for once, he was doing the right thing for an entire episode. Okay, yeah. I mean, it took him like many episodes. Took him a long time to get back here. But sure. Um, But I could be convinced to give it to Jughead. Yeah, I mean, Jughead tried. I think Jughead was put in an impossible situation. It's just he didn't succeed. Neither did Archie, really. We saved Reggie. Why do you care? Like, who cares? Like, I don't care. His mom does. I guess his mom cares. Uh, who's our prom queen? Betty. Cheryl. Oh, yeah, Cheryl's good, too. Yeah, Cheryl. Yeah. For once, I'm giving it to Cheryl. Yeah, no, Cheryl. Yeah. All right, who is our chaperone? Oof. I'm going to say Fred. Can I give it to all the dads? All the dads. They can collectively <laughs> share. Except for Hal. Except Very important. <laughs> Hal is not one of those dads. That's, he's not one of the hot Riverdale dads. That's a good distinction. I mean, he is a hot Riverdale right, dad, no. but he's not Lots the hot, hot Riverdale. Let's not. Yeah, that it. guy plays Psycho well. He does. It's a good thing they hired him for this part, even if this wasn't the plan. Well, I think he kind of already had a lot of Psycho-ish moments in the first season. They yeah. were just not... But now he was able to culminate to something. Yeah. When it, you look back, it kind of makes all of his other behaviors very weird. Yeah. I mean, remember when House was like, "Nah, he'll never kill." He'll never Jason. kill people, and and honestly, I wish I do kind of wish that scene he had at least got to draw blood from Alice. Like, if this were Scream, he would have stabbed one of them at some what point if? or something. I just wish it were a little bloodier than it ended up being. Do you think that House is the real Black Hood? Yes. Okay, so like, it's a I'm black positive black. he's the real Black Hood. Okay. Okay. Who are we throwing under the bus? How? Hiram? Hiram always gets thrown under the bus, I feel like. Yeah. They can both go under there. There's two sets of wheels. It's a big bus. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, I got one comic connection. Yes, please. Which is Penny Peabody. You will never guess what she is in the comics. Wait, do you do this one already? I don't think I did. Well, did I? No, tell me what it is. Well, she was in Little Archie, and she was Fangs Fogarty's girlfriend. No, you did do I this I did do one. this one? Then I have nothing new. Small Fry isn't from the comics. I think Small Fry is just hilarious. And, like, yeah, there's no new comic stuff. Oh, I ran out. I shouldn't have done so many in each episode. It's okay, dude. I think you did a good job. There's no new comic connections, guys. Well, we talked a little bit about Batman. Beep, beep, so beep, beep, We know yeah. there was... There was a comics connection. The Batman thing. That's technically a comics connection. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I know. I saved it. Uh, You're the best. Yeah, thanks. Okay, so take me to the rumor mill. Okay, so I want you guys to know that I have a screener for the new episode of the the finale. The new episode of the finale. But I have not watched it because I wanted to be fresh and clean so we could discuss it. Um, Though I will have to watch it probably before Wednesday. But I will say nothing because I'm a good person. Um, but I want to remain pure in thought before going into this, uh, specific rumor mill. What if... 
Wait, like, you haven't watched it yet. I have not watched it. Okay, good. Because I'm pure in thought. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. So In heart and mind. Exactly. <laughs> so I think, what if, I mean, we know there's a second Black Hood. What if Hal is the Black Hood who did not succeed in murdering? Like he didn't kill anyone? He didn't kill anyone, but he he was a Black Hood where it, um, in, in the moments where... It didn't really... Okay, so, like, maybe he's the one who went after Chick, but didn't kill him. Like, those kind of moments. So he's just the one who failed every time? Yes, but think about it. Think about how that would make sense. Because he didn't try to... He didn't kill Alice, right? Alice specifically said, like, Hal could never kill anybody. There's also this other theory that I think is really good. Okay, so... So this is kind of a continuation of the theory, do you remember when Al comes home and Alice uh, is like, oh, I'm allergic to peonies? And you would think he would have known that because they've only been married for like 20 oh, years. Oh, no, not this theory. This theory is that he has a twin. No. With very bright eyes. No. And, 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 and yeah. <laughs> and that's it. No. That's not it. My other theory is that he's working with... Um, Claudius Blossom, and that Claudius Blossom and him are, like, bloopering it up. Absolutely not. Okay. None of those things. There's a lot I of I think it's pretty clear that Hiram took advantage of the Black Hood stuff, dressed a guy up as the Black Hood, had him shoot up the debate, had him not kill anyone, had him incite fear. He wants to incite fear in everyone, but also definitely sent either someone or himself to kill Fred in his house. Yeah, I don't think it was him. Why not? He put on the leather jacket. It's very different. I don't think it's him. I think he maybe hired somebody. I actually thought it could have been Small Fry. All I'm saying is, what if next week Archie is like, I recognize those moves that took me down because I wrestled you before kind of thing. Oh, that's (laughs) funny. Like, I think it was either Hiram himself or someone he hired to do that. Hiram isn't going to do There's definitely not a second actual Black Hood because there already was a second actual Black Hood <laughs> and they wouldn't do that where it's like, oh, there's three of them. Well, here's my other question. Was Spencer ever the Black Hood? I don't think he God, was. God, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he ever was. I think he's just a poor, sad man who did whatever Hal wanted him to do. So Hal I, was just like, yeah, you're going to be the Black Hood tonight. Uh, give me that finger. That's, that's what I think happened. Or maybe that Hal blackmailed him or something and... I don't think he was ever the Black Hood. Yeah. I think Hal may have thrown uh, threw a hood over his face and told him to run. Yeah. And then he got killed. Yeah. Great job, Sheriff Keller. Um, yeah. He those those, are, those are my theories, at least. Wow. Um, so, John, are you proud to be here right now in a time where the Black Hood was revealed to be Hal? Yeah, it's uh, it's very important to me. I know. I know. Are you are you doing okay? Yeah, because. Uh, I don't actually take this very seriously, John. Um, what? I'm kidding. I take it like... You're right. You, you parade. <laughs> I take it so seriously. Um, I won't be upset until the end is here, is what I will say. Okay. But do you think... You think... Uh, you and I both think that Jughead is not dead. No. I don't think he's dead. I, I mean, I think that if he did die... Okay. Sorry. My stomach is rumbling. like so hungry. <laughs> But if he did, I think if he did die, 
it would have been a bigger deal, like, outside of the show. We would have heard about it. Yeah. Cause it would I, be hard to keep that secret, it was especially hard, with the yeah. fans of this show. And also, I think that Jughead would have, not Jughead, Colas Ross would have booked some big show or something, or been mm-hmm. cast as Robin. He, didn't you like, say he was in a movie? He is in an upcoming um, romantic Sorry, like a some romantic um, drama or something about sick kids. Although, you know, KJ books movies, too. Yeah, KJ's doing it good, too. Yeah, I don't You know, they have time between seasons to do movies. Yeah. No, I don't think that... I don't think Cole is leaving the show, is what I'm saying. If he maybe got some huge, huge movie role, maybe, like, I would believe it more. You know what I mean? Like, if there was some personal stuff or... If I heard rumors, but I've only heard everybody's very happy. Did you see so. a trailer for the trailer for next week? I did. Okay. Cheryl's wearing that jacket. Yeah, there's and a she red. Is wearing it. That one's definitely a cruelty-free leather jacket. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But you know, they show Archie, Betty, and um, Veronica around a tombstone, but like. Jack is probably in the hospital, so he can't go to Fangs' funeral. Right. That I'm was thinking. my thought too. Yes. That was my thing. I was like, they're trying to make this seem like Jughead's funeral, but it's not Jughead's Basically, funeral. if you all think Jughead is dead, you're tripping. You're tripping. He's fine. He's fine. I think that's it. I got nothing else. That's it for me, too. Um, what are you looking forward to this week? What well, are you watching? Friday, 13 Reasons Why comes out. Um, and, guys, I'm so hyped. <laughs> so hyped. So, Yeah. Um, I feel like it's weird to be really excited about a show that is such a dark and very serious show that is always kind of like an emotional, I don't want to say struggle because it's not a struggle, but it's like kind of like an emotional um, experience to get back to. But I'm really excited. I think that this is going to be a really cool season. Um, I interviewed some of the cast members last week and they're all so talented and cool and I actually, I uh, I interviewed Ross Butler again, and uh, old Reggie. Were you like, do you miss being Reggie? I did not, because it was not pegged to that. <laughs> but I, I had interviewed him, I remember interviewing him a long time ago before Riverdale came out, and the interview was very much pegged to Riverdale, and I got in a few 13 Reasons Why questions, but we didn't know that it was going to be like such a... A huge phenomenon. I'm sure he didn't either. And I don't think he did either. Being said, I'm really happy for new hot Reggie also. Oh, yeah. Like, he just got a series regular for next season. I know, which is confusing, but amazing. And Tony did as well. Yeah. So Vanessa Morgan, also love her. I'm just really a fan of the cast, man. Yeah. I am. And the 13 Reasons Why cast is great. You know, I liked watching 13 Reasons Why much later. Yeah. After all the hype had died down and just kind of discovering it on my own terms. Totally. So this is a very good show on its own. It obviously does have some stuff worth talking about, and I hope season two can keep that up. But I'm nervous about it. Um, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. I have to say that I think that it is not a show for everyone, in in the sense that I think that every not everybody, but I think that what am I trying to say? If you have issues where you feel like you could be triggered by something or if you feel like even if you know the context of the show and that it doesn't sit right with you, I think it's fine not to watch it. I personally feel like, though, if you don't have those issues, it's important to watch because I think that there are certain things in the show that really people need to like be talking about. And I think that 
it's a very rare show where it kind of makes it so it's very authentic in my opinion it doesn't feel like it's preaching and i think season two is even stronger in that capacity so i can't give anything away but i'm very excited for everybody to watch it (coughs) what about you john you know, I don't really have anything, like, coming out this week that I'm really excited about. I ended up watching all of Cobra Kai and loving it. Yeah. So, shockingly. Amazing. So I'm probably going to write up a post about that at some point. I guess I'm just... It's exciting uh, as a TV person because we're heading into uh, upfronts and cancellations. And it's a very... Um, it's like it's like the, the NFL draft for, for this town, for Hollywood. Yeah, it's really exciting. Like, we already went through Brooklyn Nine-Nine, getting canceled and getting picked up by NBC. Good for them. Uh, it seems like uh, Lucifer is on the bubble right no, now. Lucifer and was canceled. Lucifer was canceled. Um, and uh, what's the what's the one that? Oh, uh, iZombie got picked up for another season. Thank God, makes me happy. But it's fascinating how we've come into this time when a show gets canceled, and fans immediately their first thought isn't "Oh no, it's dead." It's Netflix. Netflix save our show. Yeah. When they don't do that. Have they actually done that to a show that gets canceled? They immediately pick it up for another season. Immediately, no. Netflix. Uh, now that I'm no, they did Arrested Development years later. Wait, no, I think there was a show that went on Netflix. Degrassi. That was a Netflix show. No, that yeah, Degrassi. Oh, well, great. What is wrong with you? That's not the one people are thinking of. Though. Yes, that is the one people are thinking. You know of. what does pick up shows? Hulu. Yeah. Like Hulu picked up um, the Mindy Project. Yeah. But like. It's a shame because you think about all the shows that could have been picked up, like Happy Endings, like if it was just a little bit later. Yeah. It's just weird that people, like, beg these streaming services to save these shows when that's not something they, like, historically do. Uh, Cable channels do. Like, TBS was looking at uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine for a while. But, like, this is it's, it's it's a fascinating time when we expect that to happen when it used to never happen at all. And I'm really excited to see what the new shows are. I read I read a uh, pilot script for one coming out. That's got Which one? Um, well, uh, the working title was Whiskey Cavalier. I don't know what's going to be titled when it comes out. Oh, it I was didn't. great. It had Lauren Cohen in it, who's on oh, The Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah. I didn't read that one. And she is just it, it's it's a delightful script, and I'm really I hope that one gets picked up. I'm really bummed about this one that was going to be on the CW um, called The End of the World as We Know It. I think um, you've mentioned this one. Yeah, before. it's really good. It was really fun. It was just it had really good characters, and I really like the team behind it. They did the show Surviving Jack. Mm-hmm. I said that weird. Surviving Jack. I know the one you're talking about. Um, and Lily Reinhart was actually on that show before she was on Riverdale, hmm. and that was a really, really good show. Really smart and just like very Wonder Years esque, very funny, and um, and that team I think would have made a really good show. So it's kind of a bummer. Also, they did a comedy for uh, with um, Hannah Simone for like the greatest uh, Amer- great American hero. Yeah, the great American hero, and the that great American hero that did not get picked up. It's always it was too bad because it would have been an Indian American superhero. There are so many shows. That's the thing. It's like I'm a little. I would be, I think, a little bit like less sad or that's not true. But <laughs> it's a shame that like Brooklyn Nine Nine fans rally around and. And then you have all these pilots that were kind of like, oh, these could have been, this could have been the next Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. You know? And then for it not to move forward, I think that's such a bummer. Fox killed off a lot of their comedies. So they killed off They, they must be picking up some stuff they feel very good about. Did they, they didn't cancel LA to Vegas. No, I haven't heard anything about LA to Vegas. I think it's I know the Mick is dead and Last Man on Earth is dead, which to be honest, I stopped watching Last Man on Earth a while ago. I didn't ever watch it. 
it, I don't like Will Forte's humor that much. Um, yeah. It's just a lot of like, I'm ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't think it was kind of a show for me, but no. I didn't watch it. So um, I and I never watched The Mick. Oh, The Mick was very funny. I will say. I watched several episodes of it, and it is very funny. Um, it, it, it's like laugh out loud funny. Mm. It's a shame it got canceled. I, I feel like I can't tweet about it because I'm not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan, but like I'm not like a loyal fan, clearly. Mm-hmm. But it was very funny. Um, Caitlin Olsen kind of is a similar character to her. It's always sunny. Yeah, like, that's of, kind of what her the persona she trades in, I think. Yeah, but it was it was a good show. It was funny. It was always cool. There was one scene where for some reason it's like she's with this like these rich kids, like she's the aunt of rich kids and like their guardians. And for some reason there's a parrot and I don't like it's like the rich kid's parrot and she like cooks the parrot. It's like very weird. But I remember that. It's just funny. It's like not funny, but it's like <laughs> There was something about it that was, like, very weird. Um, that was, like, the scene I remember. But yeah, that's, uh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. So where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter, at RileyTweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. And you can find my dog, who you heard pitter-pattering around on Instagram, at Stella the Mystery Pup. Yeah. And if you want to get in touch with me, though, Twitter's the best way. I check it more often. Yes. Yeah. What about you, John? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at John Padden. It's also a great place to get in touch with me. Uh, and then I got my blog, The Catcher in the Rye, where Rye is spelled W R Y. Good pun. <laughs> Commented the pun before I even said it. I know, I'm sorry, but they should know. Okay, well, so I. We'll see you next week yeah. for the uh, finale. Lives will change, Riverdale may never be the same, and one of us will die. What? <laughs> <laughs> Over and out, River Mixins. <laughs>